Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. This is the second course of The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice, and it's fun to be here with you every day talking about the food scene around town. We'd love to hear from you about any aspect of that whatsoever, whether it be uh, putting together something good for your mother this weekend, his uh, Sunday is Mother's Day, or whether you just like to eat yourself and you want to uh, find some new places to go. Uh, just We heard a, an announcement on the news there that just came through that uh, the James Beard Association, which is the outfit that gives out uh, awards probably more credible than any others in the country, uh, named a, a restaurant in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, I, uh, that they're number one on the list. Zahab is the name of it, Z-A-H-A-B. Hmm. wonder what the story is behind that or whether there is a story. I don't know. Anybody? Anybody been? It was the best restaurant. Anybody out there uh, know anything about it? Have you been? Like to know about that, because you know, there are lots of people who want to go to the best restaurant in town. But my problem is with the best restaurants in town. It could be just about anything. As soon as they become the best restaurant in town, they tend to get terrible because they get so busy, and it gets so hard to get a table that you uh, you know you start having to tell yourself, you know, this is this really worth it? Uh, probably is, but who knows? Well, anyway, that just uh, that just came up in the news just now. You know, we have, have uh, CBS, and they tell us all this stuff, and there it was. 260-6368 is our telephone number. We talk about anything having to do with food, about restaurants, cooking, wine, the entire range of it. Uh, my wife, Mary Ann, is here. Uh, just hanging out, and uh, we're talking about uh, where we have been lately. Last night we decided uh, at the at the cusp of the day that it would be a good idea to go to Mr. B's, which we have not been to in quite a while. I, I was thinking about it for a while before because it's such an obvious restaurant to go to. But I couldn't remember any that I have done uh, anything like sooner, you know, or more recently what do you think i think that mr b's is always a great idea yeah and obviously a lot of other people think that too because i just am astonished at the number of people that just filed through the dining room it was busy. all evening yeah we took advantage of uh something you have to know if you're a regular customer over there and that is first of all they officially do not have reservations available if you call Mr. B's and ask for a reservation. I think there they, are reservations, actually. Well, there are, but the way you get them typically is by being a regular customer. So if if you walk in and they recognize you and you have a smile on your face and uh, you're the kind of person that some other person looking at you might be, be inclined towards having them come in, uh, all those little elements add up to why 
they all bring to a uh, to a Mr. B's a certain something, which is uh, it's it's a uh, it's a great restaurant. It's one that I've been going to since three days before they opened. They I don't know how you can do that, but well, you want me to explain it? I, I mean, it is kind of weird. I was uh, walking. I had just gotten back in in uh, New Orleans after a couple of weeks vacation. I was freelancing back then. That's all I was doing, and uh, I was walking in front of these that building where Mr. B's is now, and uh, I looked into the window, and the two people, two or th- actually it was more than that, uh, a number of people inside were looking back at me through the window. And then they started beckoning, beckoning me, yeah, beckoning me to come in, and they were going to show off. And uh, those people were Ella Brennan, Dick Brennan, and uh, Ralph Brennan, if I remember correctly. And uh, they were on the verge of opening up Mr. B's. They were, were showing me how they had their own pasta-making machine that was going to be part of the menu, and they had uh, uh, wood-burning. Uh, grills in there, which was a totally new touch that nobody else in town was doing at, at that time. Absolutely nothing, except Mr. Uh, except maybe for uh, the one we were talking about a minute ago, Bud's Broiler. I guess you could consider them the same. But it was a uh, it was a, a a very interesting night, and I knew something great was going to come there. And it turned a it turned a while before they could really get it going, but. Uh, it's a, it's a place that everybody goes to nowadays. You know. <clears throat> yes, I do. My biggest I, recollection of Mr. B's. Yeah. Is um, is maybe the the last really bad date I had. Now quit picking on me like that. Before I just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was. Let's see. I'm not even going to think of how old it was, but that was when I just said, "Okay, this this whole program is not for me." Mm-hmm. And I remember the table where I was sitting, and I remember mm-hmm. thinking, "Oh wow, this is this really what it's about?" I just wow, it was it was bad. That's my big recollection of Mr. Mm. B's. Mm. Yes. And I well, have another great recollection of Mr. B- Mr. Yeah. B's a few years later when it was about their service. Yeah, You yeah. and I were married and we had the two kids. And I remember thinking the service was so extraordinary that a spoon can fly up in the air and have a waiter grab it as they're walking <laughs> toward the kitchen. I thought, you know what? That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Those are my two. Hey, baby. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, our program is being... Uh, Joined by, by Dutch puppy. A, uh, a, a dog whose name is officially, what is her? His, his name is officially Steel. Is Steel, Steel, but I never call him that. I yeah, call him Dutch puppy. Well, he's, he's, a, 90 he's a good pounds. puppy. Yeah. He's a big German shepherd, very, very amenable. Yes. He's helping us do the show today. He's not, he's not having yeah. a very good week, though. No? Why not? Because he doesn't like being visited, so he's oh. got a visitor for a couple of days here. And then mm. on Saturday, we did the reshoots for the show, and so he went and and was not to be seen all day from that because mm. we had people here. So he's um, he's not happy. Oh well, he'll figure it out at yes. some point. Well, anyway, let's see. Uh, we uh, other things about Mr. B's. Um, 
You know, the, the menu has remained pretty static for a long time, but they're famous for certain things. They're, uh, they're a gumbo yaya, which is a chicken andouille gumbo. My, If I remember right, that was your favorite, or one of them, anyhow. Well, last night I had the seafood gumbo, but we you were had the visited, seafood gumbo? Yeah, we were oh. visited by uh, the manager who was talking about the number of people he hears from in the course of a week who complained that the gumbo yaya tastes burned burned yeah he told me that too tastes like and i said do you convince them that this is a new taste that they should embrace and he said no not usually they still think it sounds it seems burned Hmm. that's funny what what i what impressed me most about last night other than the fact that i just i just love to be in mr b's i i love the little booth i love the little window seats i just love everything about it but um and it's true that we don't go there often enough. But uh, they brought out we Tom, who always orders French fries, much to my chagrin, everywhere we go. And well, if they're fresh ordered, cut French fries, they're hard to resist. Well, that's the whole problem. They are hard to resist. So he uh, he ordered the garlic truffle fries, and I thought they brought this like tower kind of thing to the table and we thought maybe it was on the wrong table or something we said what is what is this and they said oh that's for the garlic truffle fries <laughs> and i thought well this must be one heck of a preparation mm-hmm. and presentation and it absolutely was when it came to the table it was accompanied by a huge clove of roasted garlic and it was a mound of fries and it had cheese on it, but not melted cheese. It was just grated cheese. And then there was just this like little tree of oregano on top. And it was it was definitely quite a presentation, and it was quite good. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly I had, but it was it was one of those days where there was a lot of grilled lot of redfish. Food. Grilled redfish was delicious. It grilled and in pecan uh, rice. The, Pecan rice. That was unusual. I have never seen anything like that. And and next time I go to the supermarket, I'm going to look up a certain a mix of rice and some other things uh, that comes from down on the bayou uh, down in uh, uh, what's Karen name? Crow. Karen. No, a, a different different direction. Broussard. No, no, no. Southwest no. Louisiana. So yeah, uh, pretty far down. Um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Gaydon. Uh, no. No, it'll come to me in a minute. Anyway, it's uh, uh, over in that part of the world. Uh, they they raise a lot of sugarcane, and they they make it in such a way that the colors are you never quite know what you're going to get. Uh, but uh, anyhow, uh, how did I get on that? It was, it was pecan it was, rice. Pecan rice, yeah. That's yes, it. grilled redfish and, and pecan rice. I had a hamburger, of course. Which was quite good. Well, you know what what they the, the what the waiter did with you was I thought a nice touch, because we asked you what you asked really right. as much as I did, uh, if you could get a hamburger, because that was what you felt like eating, and you know that they have. Well, they have it at lunch all the they time. They have it at lunch all the time. It was not on the menu. But the if menu. you know, I'm sure at the end of uh, the shift for. Uh, well, she said if it, was, if it was available in the bar, that meant that they could make yeah. it, which is what they did. So they did, and they brought it out, and yeah. it was good, I'm guessing? It was great. It was the yeah. standard Mr. B's kind of burger. But um, I I have been eating a lot of burgers lately. I'm yeah. way over your allotted um, formula 
you know the the formula that you allow everyone i'm i'm yeah. i've broken all the rules on oh. that yeah we had some great burgers the other day at at brennan's down the street um yeah that was unusual i think it was latter part of last week and uh that was for the happy hour and i actually wrote a piece for the newsletter probably tomorrow and uh it was it was about their little parker house roll Sliders yeah, there was a nice little touch. Those those rolls are uh, are good. They're real good with hot and butter, just hot and toasted with butter. Well, you know what Mary Lee said after no. after so many restaurant visits, and so many twenty dollar plates of food that went uneaten. She said, "You know, there's just nothing better than bread and butter." Mm. And I and I always said to myself. I wish we had ascertained that before the $20 plate of food. But she's right. You can't argue with that. There's not a lot better than bread and butter if it's good bread and butter. Mm-hmm. That's approximately uh, true. But but bread is surprisingly, good bread is surprisingly hard to find, I find. That's true. A guy uh, wrote to me just today uh, from, oh, gosh, he lived up in Utah, if I remember, and he had been reading some things out of Either either my book or we're listening to it on the uh, on uh, uh, the this uh, streaming uh, thing that we have over here. By the way, you'd be amazed at how many people uh, listen to our show that way. Uh, this guy knew three people uh, that he was turned on to by that. But uh, anyway, what was I talking about? You were talking yeah. about Utah and you, yeah. bread and, he and said, streaming. I can't seem to find any of that kind of bread anywhere in Salt Lake City. And so, can you tell bread. me the rest of your of recipe? What kind of bread? They wanted. They were going after New Orleans French bread. Ah, okay. Where, and it's sad to say, I guess it is, or maybe not. It might be considered as just a little strange, that here in New Orleans, um, it's, uh, French bread of the kind you would use to make a poor boy sandwich has been getting harder and harder to find. Bastardized. Yeah. Yeah, to, to, really. Yeah, they are. right. I, I mean, it's 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 not great there's, anymore. There's there's so many French bread uh, loaves that I get where the 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 brown part that's crispy is so thin that it kind of starts squishing just when you touch it. And uh, there are other uh, ways of doing this where they they put a nice crisp crisp crust on the outside and it uh, it grabs something else in terms of flavor. Well, where you would get that in New Orleans, believe it or not, it's hard pickings. Well, when we come back, I want to talk yeah. about my favorite bread in town right now. Oh, well, I'd love to hear that. Don't move. Don't move? <laughs> Gee, I can't wait to hear this. Stay tuned. More of the Food Show coming uh, here on 105.3 FM, the Food Show. Welcome back. You are listening to the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. And all we do is talk about the eating scene around town. That could be just about anything. That could be um, a thick, juicy steak, or it could be a mamby-pamby little cookie. Well, whatever you like, call us and tell us about it, because you're not the only one who uh, will like that, whatever it is. Uh, and they'd love to hear about this. So don't just keep it to yourself. There's just you know no point in doing it. It won't benefit you in any way, but... Somebody else is has been looking for a dish like your favorite dish for years and years and years, and you'd be doing something nice for him to let him know 
Uh, that's the story. So call up 260-6368 is the number. That's 260-MENU. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to talk about my favorite bread oh, in town, yeah. which is to be found, unless they've changed it, at Justine. Justine, yeah, they are really Justine good. Justine serves one of the newer restaurants. Incredible Belgard bread. If you've got Belgard in front of it, in my opinion anyway, you're nine-tenths of the way there. Tell them what Belhard is, because it's a local, local but not New Orleans, exactly. Oh, oh, yeah, it is. What am I thinking? It's on Taladano. It's, it's on Taladano Street. But I don't, I, it's not, it's it's not retail. They don't, it's no. not like you can go in there and, I don't think you can, unless they've changed things, but they bake bread for restaurants around town, and you can find them, the baguettes, anyway, in uh, small bags at Rouse's. I have seen Belgard bread there, but... Uh, it's it's spectacularly good. It's made with heirloom wheat, and it is definitely a cut above any other kind of bread out there. Impostados has a great bread, mm-hmm. white crumb. It's that old Italian style bread with yeah. the, with the little balls that kind of are. You know, I saw that yeah. I saw that at Vincent's the other night, and I wasn't yeah. sure that it was the same exact loaf from Angelo's, because mm. Angelo's is where Impostato. I think Angelo's is where Impostato's get gets its bread, and you can get those loaves from Angelo's before noon. Mm-hmm. I think they 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 stop selling them at noon, but they do sell retail out there by um, Elise and West Bettery. Yeah. It's tucked way yeah. in the back of that shopping center where the pizza hut is. Yeah, or, you have to look No, for Domino's. It. It's a Domino's, and then all the way in the back is Angelo's, and they do sell at retail, but that stuff is so good. Oh, it's irresistible. <gasps> it's, it's, yeah. it's good if it's really, really toasted. But if you call them up and ask them what their hours are, they'll tell you, you know, don't even think of coming here after noon. I mean, it's they, no, they're very they're well. I mean, you know, bakers get bakers. there at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's you know? it. So yeah, they're that's, done at noon. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's a good loaf for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any place else in town where I would go and I won't say specifically for the bread, but mm-hmm. where bread is a huge part of the event. Well, I have one that is a sleeper, and it is uh, Martino's, the Martino's, which was made originally to be a. Uh, was a muffalata, a, a, a muffalata. Yeah, that was what they had in mind. But I don't know where they got this, or maybe this is a bakery that somebody has, uh, where somebody is making that. But uh, what they used to make their muffalettas, and even more so what they used to make their roast beef poor boys, that is really good. It's 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 got just the thick amount of, of crud, crud, wait a minute, excuse me, bad, very yeah, bad. Yeah, you don't work. want that. Uh, just a very uh, thick and crunchy and great flavor unto itself. And every time I go over there and get a roast beef poor boy, I'm always amazed at how good that is. It's, it wouldn't uh, surprise me if they were making their own bread. They might be. I, I, it looks uniform enough that they may well be doing it that way. But uh, I sure can't think of anybody else that makes it that way. This is a, a DiMartino's, which has, let's see, I think they have, Two or three of them on the West Bank, and then there's one in on the North Shore in Mandeville, in Covington, rather. And, uh, well, it's a big enough operation that it wouldn't surprise me if they yeah, were making yeah. it. Yeah. This is the Food Show. Uh, how about calling us and telling us where you've been eating lately, what you have planned for Mother's Day, if that's an issue? Uh, anything else on your mind? 
if you'd like to say a few things to uh, my wife, Mary Ann, who has uh, been uh, a great help the last uh, couple of weeks uh, around here. We just thought we would try extending our 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 uh, attempts and our audiences to uh, to more people. So here we are. You know what today is? National Apple Pie Day. Did you? You know, what I, you know what I don't understand about that? Tell me. Apple pie is usually served, like, I mean, I guess it could be served by itself, but you see apple pie served a la mode with mm-hmm. ice cream, or yeah. you see it served with a slice of cheese on top. That I, don't I understand have never that. understood that. What? What do you suppose is the? Does anyone know the origin of that? How that got started, and is the, is the uh, tartness of the apple supposed to be offset by the? Well, I would say tartness of the cheese. I mean, cheese isn't tart, but it's. It sounds like a, a book title. Sharpness, the tartness of the cheese. The tartness of the apple or the sweetness of the apple is offset by the uh, sharpness of the cheese. I don't. I don't understand why that was ever put together. It must be Midwestern because I, really, be. I don't really think that they know all that much about eating. Well, uh, I've, I seem to remember reading in a book somewhere uh, that that practice started off at uh, Woolworth's in their, in their diner. And you would go where, over there. Where, though? Like where? Well, I mean... It, it, from what I've ever heard, it's pretty thing? much could be, but it around they're pretty much around the whole uh, no. But country. I mean, did with that like in the old days? I'm sure, and I could certainly be wrong about this, but I would imagine that there weren't quote corporate chefs back then. So it wouldn't surprise me at all to think that somebody decided to put an you know a slice of cheese on apple pie yeah. in Peoria, Illinois, and. <laughs> Yeah, just it's to add of, a little more it's sort of spread. I mean, yeah. I I don't I, I don't understand it. What was that, that that funny little restaurant in Pasadena that you uh, wanted to try? Pie and burger. Pie and burger. This was <laughs> right this, there. This was very surprising to me because if ever there was someone who's really digging on the past, it's Tom. Me? Yeah. So the past? there's this there's this really little place off of Lake Avenue in Pasadena, and I've noticed it a million times passing by, and I thought, you know, one of these days I'm going to work up the nerve to go into this place because it looks iconic, and I just would like to at least stick my head in there, which is pretty much all I do when confronted with a place like that. So um, I guess about two or three years ago, Jude and his wife and I went into this place, Pie and Burger, and it turns out that it's quite an institution in Pasadena. It is, if you could picture Camellia Grill, but all wood, (laughs) with, and, and about half the size of Camellia Grill, and bar stools that were low to the ground, not bar height, but swiveling. And it is really a blast from the past. So I thought this last trip to California that Tom would be tickled beyond words to go in a place like that. And I just was absolutely 
gobsmacked. Used that one yesterday. What? Let me refresh that. Gobsmacked. And by the way, Doug, it means what I thought it did, which was, oh, wow, you got slapped in the face with something. But, um, hmm. but yeah, I, he, I just couldn't believe it that he was not even a little bit interested in it. It was, hmm. it was really surprising to me. Well, anyway, getting back to this uh, funny little uh, uh, diner, we stopped in and we, we did you get a hamburger? I think you did. No, I did not get a hamburger. I've had a hamburger there before. You I have. didn't really oh. feel like eating anything, but I really just sort of wanted you to see it. And you, <laughs> what was really weird about it is you got a Cobb salad, a which Cobb I've salad, never yeah. seen you order well, anywhere. That's, that's a good uh, and where salad. Uh, well, it is, but you never order it. So I thought, why in the world is he ordering that of all things here? So I got a, a slice of the homemade pie. It was a pecan pie. Mm. Well, that finally answers that and mystery. It had, and, and I got it a la mode because I figured you would like the ice cream. But it was that it was that old fashioned kind of yellow vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream, yeah. which. I guess it's called golden vanilla, and some people like that. But to me, that screams old-fashioned, yeah. fake <laughs> vanilla like I had growing up. Hmm. Well, uh, We had K&B ice cream, the block in the carton. Do you remember that? The block in the carton? Yeah, in what? other words... Ice oh. cream that yeah. we had at my house was a half gallon, and it wasn't uh-huh. that nice rounded carton that you squared off get in yeah. briars it was just sort of like this hard edged brick frozen solid with a bunch of different fake flavors yeah well those are pretty good i i'm this that the one you're eating is not fake that's briars no that's that for real briars yeah, that is sugar. Good. that's yeah. it well, anyway uh, for what it's worth it's apple pie day and uh, when we come back from a, a break we will uh, look in further into this a little bit because uh, it's there's more to say about apple pie. Let's just put it that way. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Stay tuned. More of it coming. Hello. Welcome back. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. And with us today is Mary Ann, who is my wife. And she has been joining us uh, now and then on the program, mostly on the weekends, but uh, just about any time. You never know. And uh, we... we uh, love to offer you uh, the opportunity to, to say hello to her and find out what her perspectives are on, well, darn near everything, oh, you frankly. Know, I, you know, I don't really like to give my yeah. opinion. Oh, no. I, that's, <laughs> I've always noticed that about, about you. Yes. You know, this is almost healed up after that last yeah. time. You, yeah. Really? A- anyway. Um, I was thinking about. Um, were you? Yeah, I was thinking about we should do something every show where we ask people for their what their version of the best or what their idea of the best of fill-in-the-blank is. And I thought about that Uh for some reason, I think last night. I think it was steaks or something. What was your favorite steakhouse? Because we passed Dickie Brennan's, Uh which I can't say I'm a huge fan of. Dickie Brennan's? Dickie Brennan's, Uh no. Um, But if I had to say, if if I could go any to any steakhouse and only that steakhouse i think it would be dory's metropolitan well uh i have heard that opinion from a whole lot of people 
Uh, and uh, I think it does hold water because they do certain things that really nobody has the adventuresomeness to uh, actually do. Well, it's, it's primarily Israeli. I mean, I don't know what makes an Israeli steakhouse. Right. If you're from Israel. Israeli. Well, in that case, yes, they are from Israel. But, you know, you were, you were marveling that Zahab uh, is the new no, hot no. restaurant yeah. in, in Philadelphia, and that's Israeli, too. So Israeli food is just really taking America by storm. But... Um, I don't really see, I don't really see what makes Dory's Metropolitan an Israeli steakhouse. Maybe it's the mm. meat in the window or something, which is something that you probably that's would what, see someplace other than America. That's uh, certainly something uh, that I've noticed all the time. They have this, they have this beef that they bring in and then they dry age it for as long as two months which is really going out on a limb and being careful and also uh having to get ready for the possibility that after a couple three months uh it might have gone over the hill and then you've lost it so these guys are taking a chance to do that well i'm surprised you can actually do that in this country that's certainly something that you would what raw beef no, no, oh, no, no. aged beef? Yeah, oh, yeah. aged beef mm-hmm. and aging it for a really long time. I mean, if I don't know if, I don't think this is in all of them. Well, certainly it isn't in New Orleans, but I've seen it in the front window at Fogo de Champ in Atlanta, the kinds of, you know, cuts of meat that mm-hmm. are sort of hanging there. They do have that hanging at Dory's, right? They do have the, yeah. the beef there. Yeah, yeah, it's in the, they have a glass uh, room where it's, they have all the aging. It's an interesting environment. I mean, it sure is. I'm, I'm an environment kind of girl, so it, uh, that has, that plays a lot into it. I mean, in terms of how the beef tastes, that's not, I, I can't really differentiate that much between this or that steak, but if I had to choose a favorite steakhouse, that would be mine. Hmm. Well, why don't we uh, throw this out to the audience and see saying. if anybody yeah, I was like, I was thinking, has a feeling about it. We were it. talking about that, and maybe we should do that every day with a favorite fill-in-the-blank. Like, you yeah, know, you can... what's your favorite poor boy place? What's your favorite breakfast place? What's your, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just had that feeling about steaks. And yeah, I guess it's because uh, so... we parked in front of Dickie Brennan's last night. Oh, well. Uh, anyway, the uh, the idea of of uh, long age steaks, you know that that really is a phenomenon that's a little off for some people. But did we ever uh, make it to that place in Rome? I know we tried to go there. What it's, place? Wait, um, the place near the Vatican. Um, I'm gonna have to. Mm. Gonna oh have to yeah, go. yeah, it was. We uh, almost made it there. But Nam- Normandy no, was the name of it. Del Toscano. Del Toscano. Del Toscano. Del, that's it. Del Toscano. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I think we did eat there one time. We did. And then we tried to At eat lunch. there another time. Yeah. And so the first <clears> time we did. And that was in an earlier trip. And then the second time, it was closed. It was Easter Sunday. Yeah, and that second time, I incurred the wrath of my uh, fellow travelers <laughs> because they had Let's gone there. Let's not repeat that story. Ready to... Let's uh, not repeat that story. Yeah, okay. Hi, Stephen. It's the Food Show, and not joining us over here... Stephen. On the show over here is... Uh, I'm sorry, who's... Stephen. Stephen. Stephen, welcome. Come on in. <laughs> Hey, uh, I heard just part of, I was in and out of the car, uh, hard, part of the Italian bread. Who makes the Italian bread and is only open until noon? I don't, uh, oh, this Angelo's. is Angelo's in Metairie. 
And where in Metairie is it? It's right at the corner of Elise and West Metairie. Elise and West Metairie. Yeah, on the side okay. to the river. It's in a the church. back of a little shopping center. Yeah. And okay. in the shopping center is a Domino's. There's okay. a there's also a church uh, on the other side of the of. Uh, That's a school. Uh, well, that it's it, okay. it's a church. Too. It is, okay. No, it's a public school. Oh, it is. The oh, then I stand is, uh, correct. Okay. Oh, T J Harris. It's across the street from T J Harris. Uh huh. Yeah. And also, the guy that in the Denver or wherever it was that wanted French bread, um, the yeah. problem with French bread is here we sort of sprinkle it to give it that crusty effect that many restaurants or many bakers don't do, I think, throughout the, throughout the United States. I've come to the point where the only French bread I really feel like eating is Commander's Palace garlic bread. <laughs> Yeah. Now that's getting limiting. It's, yeah. But I mean, it's so good. Yeah. Now and it, having being raised in the north, and we have Italian bread and not French bread. They look alike, but they're certainly different textures. Mm-hmm. Crumb, I think, is what they call it. I like the denser crumb of the Italian bread. Yes. Yeah. yeah me too. When I'm, it's when it's because sometimes I, you get French bread that is very very wimpy. It, maybe it's maybe it's that the bread isn't as good as it used to be. Maybe it's that my tastes are changing. But I just am not all that enamored of French bread anymore. Hmm. Yeah. You, yeah. You share that opinion with a lot of is people. That true? But, but really? that but you've been saying it for longer than I anybody have been I know. It for a long time. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have. Uh, her one, two, three. But I like, I've decided that the kind of bread that I like is the kind of bread that Tom stays away from because he's worried his teeth will fall out. But the kind that you just what? really have to chew. The abuse you I really, have to put up with. You, really, you wouldn't believe some you of really so you like, you like to go to Whole Food Company and get your bread. No, actually, yeah. I don't go to Whole Food, but I would go to Whole Food if I ever really bought bread. But I don't really ever buy bread. But I, I do love that I do love that Bell Guard. So if I'm going to buy bread, that's what I'm going to buy. Oh, well, a big statement. Yeah, Bell Guard. Uh, it's uh, it's the bakery with the heirloom wheat, and they have no retail as far as I know, unless they've changed. But the bakery is on Toledano, very unassuming building, but you can get it at Rouse's. I think okay. they, they only deliver it a couple of times a week, though, so you got to hit it right. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. But everyone working in the deli knows when the delivery day is, and uh, and so they'll you know they can direct you. Okay. Yeah, that's true of a few other brands of bread like that. I've been told that by uh, some of the guys at Gendusa, that they they only sell like there's there was this time when you had Gendusa bread, and it was matched off uh, by uh, oh gosh, what's the uh, Leidenheimer? No, not Leidenheimer. It was, it was something that almost as exotic as that. Uh, so, it, uh, anyway, uh, a lot of lot of good bread out there. I guess is the point. Okay. Of this. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Nice to be here with you talking about the food scene around town. Gregory joins us over here on the blue phone. Gregory, hey, happy New Year, Marianne. Tom, how are you? Howdy. Gregory, I'm about to put uh, myself to sleep here today. No, don't yeah. put yourself to sleep. <laughs> you, you guys, uh, 
you guys are slowly becoming the new Jan and Bob Carr of New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> oh you, you know, uh, we did a we did an Eat Club about oh, six to eight months ago. I love ago. those two. If you mention them, they're they're just like they were they were there uh, and uh, visiting. And uh, they were the nicest people. I, I, I have met them numerous times over the years, but I was uh, really well, happy to us. see them. <clears throat> huh? No, it's not you, that's but not I'm us. just saying, y'all could very easily become the new toast of New Orleans couple. Well, I, don't, so anyway, I don't think we're I'm nice just... enough to be that, but anyway. Oh. <laughs> you are. Well, you know what? <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm going to say it again. The show's better with Marianne. Oh, um, I, I buy that without a heartbeat. I'm going to agree with that. you, Gregory. Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody else uh, has denied that. You no, know, this has yeah. been a thrill the last hmm. few days. I mean, uh, really, you know, I, you know, and and Marianne, once again, I'm on your side. I think Dory Mel- Dory's Met- uh, Metropolitan is probably one of the best steakhouses if you were to, you yeah. know, choose a steakhouse. A lot of people. Say, you know, I, like, I probably get more saying that than any other response to uh, what's your favorite uh, steakhouse. The other one in, in second place. Is probably uh, Mr. John's. Well, Desi Vega, oh, I was going to say. Desi, it's the well, same thing. Desi Vega well, and yeah. uh, Mr. John's. Is yeah, right, right, yeah. That's yeah. definitely a that's 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 the razor's edge. I mean, between those two, why sure, especially Mr. John's, mm-hmm. you got to shoot yourself into there. It's like three months. Oh, great place, though. So. You but know, I really like the that. vibe at Mr. John's. Also, I've only been there a couple I of do. times, and I absolutely love Desi Vega and the steaks, the, sure. the steakhouse. But in terms of just an environment, I do really like Mr. John's too. I, I was also going to mention about bread. You know, I mean. Bread is one of those things that I truly love, and I don't really think about it much. But but when I go to restaurants, I uh, really check out the quality of what they're putting out there, and a lot of them. And uh, Angela's Bakery for a long time was in Old Metairie before they were way out where mm-hmm. they are now. Yeah, oh, they, they were. Uh, it was they, right they were in the same for, right by Porter and Luke, right by Porter and Luke. It was in that little yeah, strip that's across right. from Beeblos, yeah. and it was then a, a, and a, a shopping a, center. Yeah, in that little Still strip. Is. Yeah, it yeah. was at the mm-hmm. very end, and. Uh, Quite good. They baked their own bread, and they also made fantastic pastries and donuts. And uh, mm. as a kid, you know, going to school, growing up in that neighborhood, it was it was always a treat for a kid. You know, fifteen cents for a donut. So I'm showing my age. Anyway, um, I think they also have those Bibles. Italian cookies. Go ahead. What? Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. They actually did those, and they did the biscotti and all that stuff. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they, Speaking they, of Biblos. Oh, yeah, I, I went people? to Biblos Market. I was so surprised today for lunch because I had to run between the store and, and go to the warehouse. So I'm going on Veterans, and sure enough, it's one of the places you forget about. That yeah. Biblos Market, right before you get to Bonneville, if you're coming from Causeway uh-huh. on Veterans, you know, yeah. right on the right hand side. Right, yeah. Delicious, just delicious. Oh, I had yeah. some of the best. The it lamb is. chops, I can't believe how you get a rack of lamb over there. You know, like seven lamb chops and the couscous, and you get the uh, hummus mm-hmm. and the. Uh, they, oh, they had this roasted um, cauliflower with the, um, which is you know, the Middle Eastern so spices. So popular like right now, yeah. Cumin. Uh-huh. Oh, man, is it good. It's so healthy. And I and I yeah. uh, had some beverage from Lebanon made out of something. I don't know what it was. It was unsweetened, <laughs> but it was supposed to be good for you. But it was delicious. I don't know what Mary it is. I think Lee, it might have Mary pomegranate. Has, she said something about that. It probably was pomegranate. Uh, Mary Lee went there for 
a, a quick lunch or something, and uh, you yeah. know we're we're the atmosphere twins, and so the she atmosphere went, twins. Yeah, she went there what for the cheese fried twins and the atmosphere twins, and she there went there. There was nothing and, fancy and she, about it, but that's what she it, said. She said, "Well, you know, it's the first food. time I've been there, and I have I to say, it is." A Middle Eastern grocery. That is it, it, what it is. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and um, just, yeah. just, just the spread that they put out. And I got there kind of early. It was right before 11. And sure enough, by the time I finished eating, it was like a quarter to uh, noon. And it was filling up. And uh, just just friendliest people. And the food. Oh, man. Mm. Holy it mackerel. is good. But it is, it is. If you're looking for atmosphere, go to Biblos Biblos and not Biblos Of market. course. Biblos Biblos. Yeah. The old Mauricis right there where Angelo's bakery used to be. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, oh. Bob and uh, Jan, I'll, I guess I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you. I like Gracie and, and George better. Oh, yeah. I'll meet you at the same year. Gracie. Same year. Right. Yeah. All right. For sure. That guy's going to be in trouble, the one who's not paying any attention to, uh, to Mother's Day. The one that called us earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. He doesn't realize well. it yet, but I think he might be. Well, that's life. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. But my own self for Mother's Day, I really don't you know, know what, what I'm going to do for I Mother's didn't Day. Ask. You don't you know? You didn't ask me? Okay, well, I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> and uh, I am the, I am the uh, father involved. Yes. So what does that mean? I have no idea. I mean, well, you're, you you're get, asking me you to get give your you. own day, so... So this is my day. Mother's Day is my mm -hmm. day. So you get your own day in a month or so. Mm. And I don't. I well, don't I'll do my darndest. Yeah. Well, uh, it's the food show for today. Uh, however, if you missed any part of the program, just go uh, out to any of uh, those streaming places we have on the web. No, uh, to, to go to radio.com is a good idea. You'll find us there easily. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Food Show here on 105.3 FM HD2. What'd you say? Somebody said something. Two, yeah, I know. You have two more hours, and they're the ones That's that you became familiar with earlier to today. Yeah. yeah. Good night. Good night. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.